Hello! Welcome back. It's another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. And we're all back together again! Yeah, that's Yay. right. We're all here. I've got Mike. I've got Chrissy with me today. You got us so good. Yeah, here I am. It's been a hot minute since we've been able to get together and do a full been? episode with the crew. It's been... Over it's been a matter a of weeks. Over a month. No way, it's been a month. It's yeah. over a month. Yeah, it's been like five weeks since we've all been together. Yeah. Five weeks? If one, two, five, three, six That's weeks, definitely more than like a month. That is de- Did you really have to count that on your fingers? Yeah, but it was my weekend that I counted it on. So it doesn't count as much? Correct. Okay, that's cool. I get that. Nope. Um, <laughs> my well, welcome back. I'm glad we're here. I'm excited to chat. Um, so we got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, last episode I sat down with Becky and we chatted a little bit. We got into the concept of nature versus nurture. Oh my! Yeah, you can't let nature bit, raise but... your babies. <laughs> no, I did that. Sorry. Hey, we haven't had one of those in a while, so you know, having your phone go <laughs> off—it's just part I'm of the. Having co- a have day, you ever had you that guys. happen on the pod yet? I think that's the first time that you've done that. I uh, don't. Christine. I'm usually pretty good about you it. You are generally pretty, pretty good. good. I've had a long morning. I've been up since very early. You have my poor dog. So. Not fun and w- yeah. My poor dog. My poor old lady dog is. It's time. We're gonna put her down this week. So, she has had a rough last. She's just got a lot going on. She's a poor, sweet old lady. But we've been up all day, and she was just laying in a pile of her own diarrhea. So, like, my morning started off really strong. Yeah. yeah. And, um... That's tough. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna make it. Yeah, that's super tough. Um, but, I mean... I was gonna try and create some sort of solace in that, but there's no solace in the fact. I, I mean, you've done a lot for yeah, her. Yeah, she's in general. lived a, she's lot had a lot longer of, than yeah. she would have otherwise. Yeah, you guys very put a lot spoiled of, life. A lot yeah. of love and care into that dog. So. Yeah, she's um she's yeah. been a lot, but <clears throat> now she's suffering more of the time. Yeah, I think she's having so way more bad days than be she's having good days. And yeah. it's also gonna free up your guys' time a lot. Yeah, as we well. do a lot for her. Um, mm-hmm. It would be it's gonna be weird to like not live my life on my oh, dog's yeah. insulin schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would that look? That's gonna I be really know, weird. Man. I don't know, man. My whole yeah. life has rolled around her for so long. For so <laughs> how long have you been doing the insulin? Um, probably like five years or so. Wow, it's been that long. I didn't know it was that long. See, so like, you know, she's been doing it. She has. She's <laughs> been doing it. So she's just old now. Her legs ain't working, and yeah. Anyway, sorry to down us, but quite let's, all right. Let's We're bring gonna, us back up. It's going to be a roller coaster for us. That's just how we do it. The that positive is, part of our morning was that we got to eat a bunch of cookies. Yeah, that was that wonderful. Is, yes, we show we've up been to a bunch of bins of cookies. I'm cookies. pretty happy. Yeah, Becky hooked that up with some cookies, and Mike went in there and grabbed like the stack the size of his Dude. head. He was well, like, that's oh. because well, I, I told something you guys to fuel me Becky up took all the calories out of them. That's right. So These are calorie-free calorie magic cookies. I had about 1,200 servings of cookies. Mike grabbed the stack to make it through the show, and he ate it all before we started. I didn't even make it through the credit. 
credits. Didn't I even wa- make it through a sentence. <laughs> you down the wall. I watched this Instagram girl like take a chip and put it on her scale. And it was like zero, you know. And she's like, eat it. And she take another one, put it on the scale. She's like, ah, zero. And, <laughs> and, and I was like, this is a life hack. <laughs> hey, this is a life hack. <laughs> All right, so nature oh, versus nurture, so you guys discussed. Yeah, we chatted a little bit. Just the idea of nature versus nurture. We talked about being parents and all that kind of jazz. Um, and just kind of touched about that kind of thing. Uh, this week, though, uh, what we didn't talk about, though, was uh, my uh, trip to Vegas. That's yes. right. Spoiled that's and right. I'm going to barely lead. Or not barely lead. Right. I've been under 200. Yes, you have. And I maintained under 200. I was worried even about going to Vegas. I was worried <laughs> about it. So I did do... I, Mike and I chatted prior to going to Vegas. I don't remember if we talked about it on the pod, but I do remember that Mike and I chatted, and I wanted to set myself up well because I ended up having two Thanksgiving meals. Right, I remember and so that. yeah, so we wanted to set was myself way up. Than one. Way better. <laughs> so I wanted to set myself up, and I like semi fasted for a day. Yeah, I did. Mike ended up telling me it was called a protein modified, modified protein fast. sparing modified fast. Can you just describe what that is? I can describe I that big time. It's yeah. when you're basically taking in just lean protein for the day. Sometimes people throw in a little bit of a fibrous veggie, so you're not getting a big calorie dump on that. But the the whole point of that is you're creating the maximum calorie deficit that you can for fat loss, but also maintaining and sparing your muscle and connective tissue. So by getting enough protein, since there is no mechanism to store protein as fat, everything you're doing at that point is maintain muscle and connective tissue, burn fat. And how does that work? I mean, I did it because I just wanted to not intake the calories so that I could intake right. the calories later. Yeah, yeah. But how does that differ and what are the benefits slash non-benefits? What pros, are and neg- pros and cons? Pros and cons. Pros and cons. That's play. what I meant. That's what I was <laughs> going for. What are them benefits and them non-benefits? Them benefits right. and non-benefits. Same thing. You can full in Latin you can do the proticus and con yeah, to yeah. That's how So that what are the pros and cons <laughs> of doing that versus a regular fast? So a regular fast, depending on how much activity you're getting. And again, I've, I've done it both ways. Chrissy's done it both ways as well. Yeah. Um, by doing just your standard fast, you are likely going to eat up some muscle and connective tissue. However, depending on the amount of time you're doing that for, there is often a rebound effect. So for resistance-trained individuals, people who have resistance trained for a little while are in that kind of trained state, um, you'll get a good rebound effect when you take in protein and good meal and and, um, exercise session post-fasting. But you are likely going to lose a little bit of muscle and connective tissue on a pure fast. Um, If you do the protein-sparing modified fast, let's say you take in... 200 grams of protein for the day, you're looking at 800 calories total and you have, you know, 3,000 calories to maintain where you're at. So since you can't store any of that protein as fat, it's just not going to happen, you now have 2,200 calories of fat loss based off of that day from movement and, and your overall... I have a question. This is, I mean, kind of a tangent, but so you just said protein, you're not going to store any of that as fat. Where does it come from then that everybody I talk to thinks that if you eat too much protein, you get fat? I'm sorry, what? Who thinks that? You have never heard this before? No. Literally never in my life have I heard this. Not a so single I've time. had numerous conversations. Actually, recently, I just had the conversation with Chelsea. Mm. and But I've had numerous conversations with people that like talking about this weight loss. And I said how I increased protein. And mm. 
they're like, oh yeah, if you eat too much protein, though, it turns into I, fat I wonder and if makes people, you fat. I wonder if people are <laughs> thinking like, like, like what? there are fatty protein sources. I right? said that like, that's right. You know, you could eat like a steak or something. But see, now, or, we're, now again, we're we're <laughs> going right down to its overall calories. Yeah. So if you the way you would gain fat by having too much protein so really, is you've never if heard that. no because it's asinine. So any of the stuff that. that I'm reading, but up that's on is, there's a lot of different stuff that's like weird and doesn't make so, any sense. I mean, the but only way you can gain from? weight from eating just lean protein would be like if you had like a fuck lot of lean protein. Nope, still no. Right? I mean, what have you taken nope. more calories of lean protein? You're still good to go. That's the funny thing with protein. There's no mechanism to store protein as fat. So what will happen is a certain amount of the protein you take in through the process of gluconeogenesis, which if you break that down, is Latin for like new sugar. So the body will take protein. Yeah, I nailed old it. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so the body will take the protein that it doesn't need. At the, and again, as usual, ultra simplifying here. Yeah. The body will take the protein it doesn't need, and in the liver, it will convert it into glucose. So now even glucose, especially in active individuals, has like a 2% chance of being stored as fat. It's not ready to be stored as fat. So the, the glucose would then have to go through another process of being broken down in the liver and turned into triglycerides. So now it is a fatty source that could be stored. And that's way down the line because your body now has all this protein, right? Too much protein, more protein than your body needs. Breaks down, puts it into glucose. Well, now the body is going to use that glucose to fuel the brain and fill liver glycogen and replenish muscle glycogen at that point. Just a low, low chance of any of that getting stored as fat. There's no fat. So this is kind of that one diet hack of eating in excess, but who the hell is going to enjoy themselves eating, you know, 3,000 calories of just lean protein? I, you could try. I love chicken. I love and protein I love too. Protein, yeah. You would have a difficult time eating yeah, three thousand calories of protein. Yeah, but based off of the purely it. hypothetical scenario of if you could overeat protein, you're still not going to get fat. Well, this is something that my coach friend wanted me to try. She was like, "Try just like eat however many calories you want, so long as you're really just only eating protein." Right, they call that ad libitum. You have as much protein as you want, as much as your body is calling for at that point. But that is essentially a protein sparing modified fast. But isn't that so? That is the fastest science backed hack for losing body fat and maintaining muscle and connectedness. Isn't there also also counters like because what what did you so what organ breaks down the protein? Did you say liver? Your liver. So can't you overload your liver though with too much protein? No, and see, this is where you get into because I thought that that was bad. Like if you have too high a protein, this is content, where that whole like too. thirty grams of protein in a sitting thing, too much protein being bad for your kidneys and liver, and it's kidneys, not liver at that point. It's glomerular oh, filtration rate, and so there's an old school study or whatever that covered GFR, um, but then they've they've done. This is the difference between like a standalone study and how it's done and then a meta-analysis where they take a whole bunch of different studies on actual humans mm. and see what that does. So on healthy, trained individuals, you know, eating uh, upwards of, I think they did like 2.6 grams per kilogram of, of body weight. There's a lot of protein on a regular basis. And healthy kidneys have zero issue breaking down that protein. So this whole negative glomerular filtration rate scenario is just like throwing big fucking words at you in an obscure study saying that this shit is bad for you. The body is extremely efficient at, at breaking down protein into its building blocks of amino acid, distributing them where they need to go, or just hanging tight until the body needs to make use of that, or turning it into glucose so that it can be used elsewhere You know what's as well. annoying is how well misinformation spreads and oh how God. 
poorly idea. accurate information doesn't spread. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that annoying? Yeah, because it's usually like, people when somebody's who are, selling like, not even in the fitness world will be like, well, I heard that protein makes you fat. I'm like, where are you getting these things? Yeah. yeah. Like, but what, I feel like... Because you can take two seconds from? to break it down like, oh, shit, yeah, that's not actually possible. <laughs> well, because usually the misinformation is easier or it's stuff that people want to hear. It's mm-hmm. So true. therefore, that's true. why it travels. Like, nobody wants to hear positive thing you know what i mean yeah. like that's why they're like oh if you just fast if you just don't eat for brec- breakfast you'll lose weight or if you just don't like the simp it's so simple and that's what right. i want to hear i want to hear if i don't eat after 9 p.m i'll get skinny that's all i have to do I is just people not also want to hear PM. that like the thing that works doesn't work you know they're like Correct. don't want to do that i don't yeah. want to have to eat a bunch of just boring protein i heard it makes you fat yeah, and it's like it doesn't. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but I, and then oftentimes too, but the I misinformation, little science words are attached to something that's being sold. It's now made a little more flashier, a little bit easier to digest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I which is why we work so hard at making all of this shit easily digestible. Because the the real deal is actually pretty simple. There's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. you know four or five steps to it instead of one easy button at that point. Yeah, because like, but in that same vein, people then create their own truths and by that what i mean is like one of the conversations that i also had about this exact topic i can't believe you guys have never heard this so because i've had it multiple times <laughs> like multiple times yeah. and no one ever has the me. balls to tell me that protein makes you fat because what do i eat protein i'm not fat Did someone look at right. mike and tell him protein you makes you fat she, she got back on the protein back on the protein well dang man it's weird that Take someone would say fired. that she did didn't get yeah. she's about to get to you and then you interrupt it you know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no i had somebody else say to me that they were getting fat and they were eating because they were eating too much protein and they cut, had to cut their protein down yeah but what they were doing was eating, eating a bunch of other bullshit they had more protein but they didn't change anything else about their right, diet yeah. so they're, they're still eating a bunch of, shit a bunch of on other top macros. of the protein which does increase your calorie load <laughs> for sure if you're not eating just pure protein yeah. Yeah. you know then sure so it's, it's going it, to come along with all the other macros and yeah. those and so that's that's people building a little logic house on top of a little bit of information, it's like I've changed nothing. I definitely I've thought added if protein, I, it's got to be the protein. I thought if I be. ate like three thousand calories of protein, that I could put weight on. Do I think I can eat three thousand calories of protein? No, but mm. I was just thinking you could definitely put on muscle. Anybody who can take in that much protein is going to put on some serious muscle. <laughs> I was just wondering. I don't know why, but I just figured how, much, how many grams of protein would that be? Three thousand calories, <sighs> like if just straight chicken breast. Yeah, That's like three thousand calories of chicken. Grams? Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. That seems yeah. like a lot. It, it <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> the most I think I've ever taken in was 400-something grams of protein. In a wow. day? Like yeah. a 24-hour period? Yeah. That's still a fucking lot. It's a lot of protein. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah. But that's so. What does the body do with the protein then that isn't used? Because obviously your body did not use 400 grams of protein in one day. Maybe your body did. I don't know. Your body works different. <laughs> yeah. But my, for, normal, for normal human beings... What does the body do with the extra protein? It just you just poop it out. You can poop it out. That is a thing. Like a is, is it like a different color? Like does it come out looking like chicken? You know, I didn't really get into it. So <laughs> really, <laughs> so it's I your, was just but curious. your body will just kind of recirculate that protein. Whatever doesn't turn to glucose, it'll kind of get around to using for skin repair and and muscle and connective tissue repair. And the more stimulus you give the body that it needs to repair from the more that shit gets used. And this is why oftentimes, especially with, with newer trainees, I do full body workouts. Because when you're getting extra protein mm-hmm. now, if you just did upper body or say even just the chest split at that point, well, the only thing that really needs to be repaired other than the, the other obvious processes that, that are natural in the body, the things that need to be repaired are you know chest, triceps, your, your shoulders, 
and then that's it. Whereas mm -hmm. if if I work the whole body to a certain extent, now protein and rebuild has to yeah, go kind of everywhere. Especially if they're new to it, right? Because yep. now full body is like really asking for changes and asking oh, absolutely, for repair. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely noticed the difference. Yeah, so, full so body did definitely changed. Yeah, so yeah. That, that'll increase. That further increases your your muscle protein synthesis to to an extent too. So, we max out muscle protein synthesis. You have um, the best ability to to gain muscle and, and get stronger and repair. Well, by just working one body part or say just half of the body, you'll get a little bit less of a muscle protein synthesis reaction when you could make more use of all that protein coming in by spreading it out through the entire body. Well, speaking of repair, what I did have to repair a lot on this trip to Vegas that I took was. My legs. Oh. My man, we walked so <laughs> much. If you've never been to Vegas, it is all walking. Like I thought they had escalators from like one casino to the next. Not like escalators. Those, those running walkways. Yeah, like moving it's like the airport. Yeah. They have chunks of them. But yeah. like, so still like, and it looks like it's so close too. So if you've never been to Vegas, when you, Mike, have you been to Vegas? I have you twice. Have? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I haven't, so. Oh, yeah. I want to go. When you look. Out your window, you're like, oh, it's right next door. Yeah. Right there's the casino. No big deal. But it's a 40-minute walk because you have to walk through the casinos, mm -hmm. which all right, the casinos right. are gigantic. Oh, they're huge. Yeah. So you have to walk through the casino. Then you have to walk It's like Disney World. Through you end the up other walking yeah, it's, I've never been to Disney World. Well, a theme park. Insert mm. theme park here. Yeah. Theme Lots of walk. Huge. theme park I've been to. Six Even Flags younger, maybe? I don't know. Michael, where? you need to go to the, th the theme parks. Six Flags. Do I? Yeah, because I have this huge. I would not recommend going to Disney World though without kids. That's just creepy and weird. I, I mean, we about that. But I feel yeah. like people that all the commercials they're like, we're adults and having fun. Hey. But that's I, why they have commercials about it because people shouldn't don't actually do that. I just I have a big aversion to standing in line for for six yeah, hours. Yeah, me too. For I don't really dig that fifteen part second yeah. ride. Amen. I don't really like. That um, either. I hear you, but the w roller coasters that we went on were actually really fucking cool. So. But how long did you have to stand in line for those? Um, well, did you I get lucky because we you were there in for line, hurricanes? Yeah, we stood in line for one of them because you can't fast pass us. Not that we had a fast pass. Yeah. And then all the other ones really didn't stand in line for very long. I mean, that's that's cool. It depends that's when you go. It's all about timing. Yeah, you've really got to go it's in the off season yeah. during the week, the day before a hurricane, if I can recommend. I would <laughs> love to do that. Yeah. Maybe during a hurricane. Maybe. Roller coaster while the hurricane's raging. Ooh. I mean, love that. Yeah. You'd probably have to turn it on yourself. You would, and also... I'm okay with that. <laughs> Mike's like, and delay? don't turn it off. <laughs> Slam button, run. <laughs> Go. <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but yeah, we walked a ton because even getting to, so as you're getting from casino to casino, you also have to go up and down stairs mm -hmm. to get over to the street to get back down. Like, that's all what a million different levels. What were your average levels. steps? I averaged like twenty one thousand wow, steps a day yes. for a week, and you wonder how you kept. Yeah, I'm gonna say, well, no wonder you should have so ate more. <laughs> that was gonna Wa be walking is oh, the I most more. underrated <laughs> exercise. I say that all ever. the time. Yeah. So I, I, I want. So I'm gonna lead into this, and I want to ask you a question off of this because when I got there, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a workout monster this week. There's a gym. <laughs> this is great. I worked out one time, yeah. and the only reason I worked out one time, part of the reason I worked out one time, is because when I went to the gym, I was like, oh, pump. I'm ready to go, and it was a chest day. It was, and so I use a lot of. I use, Mike has a lot of barbell stuff in my workout, just in mm -hmm. general. And they didn't have a free barbell. No, they're not going to it. It was, but any barbell I I exercise told it was can a be Smith converted. Machine. Yeah, yes, any barbell exercise can be converted to a dumbbell exercise. You just mimic the exercise. He true. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I'm not good at the. And I wanted. 
Yeah, anyway, I didn't do that. Did you Only play you had a point of contact machine? to reach out to. Yeah, but it was you were like, states away. The mail like wouldn't have got there coach, fast enough. Like an online fitness coach. Three. I was three hours off, and it was the middle of the night, and I was already there. So I'm just saying, it was like, what time was it when I went to the gym? Like, oh, I guess it wouldn't have been that. Li- oh no, because you're three gym? hours ahead. Yeah. Was it nice? It wasn't bad, but like I said, it didn't have everything. It had a lot of machines. It actually, I saw a photo of the gym prior to going, which is part of the reason I chose that specific mm-hmm. resort. I do that too. I do that. Yeah. But I didn't. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be anyway. And anyway, but, I, but part of it was, like I said, I, I try to use, I use that Smith machine to try to do a bench. And I was like, my shoulders were hurting after I was done. Yeah, like, like my collarbones like hurt and stuff. And I was like, felt like a, I was struggling. It's forcing it kind of a weird, weird angle position, backwards, yeah. the, the Smith machine, depending on where you're oriented for the bench press. <laughs> And then you're almost doing a guillotine bench press, I think, depending on where you're at, where the bar, instead yeah, of going like over chest, comes was, down towards your neck. I, I didn't know where to go. I kept moving, really well, and I was like, this feels wrong, this feels wrong, this feels wrong. Yeah. And I just kept, like, every rep was like a I different I also spot. recently tried to do something in a Smith machine, like a squat or something. I don't trust him. Who is this Smith guy? I was yeah. going to say, so... <laughs> I made one machine, and uh, that's... I asked my buddy, I was like, hey, I'm trying to do squats in a Smith machine, and it's just not really... Is there a trick to this? She's like, yeah, don't. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean the <laughs> other the other trick is generally to face outwards so that you're sitting towards the mm-hmm. angle a little bit so you can get your legs to a right angle, which is the, the only way I've ever done it. I just haven't touched one. For so years. for those yeah. of you listening that don't know what a Smith machine is, because I didn't until this trip, it's one of it's a, if you've ever seen that machine at the gym, it's got the two poles in the side and it's got a barbell that's attached and slides up it's and down. It's essentially yeah, it's a, fixed, a squat it's a f- rack on a fixed it's a range fixed, of motion. Yeah, it's a fixed plane there. And a fixed plane of Why? motion. Why? <laughs> Because it's it's quote unquote safer. It's safer it has a little because you can't run around with the bar. You can't drop the bar. It's you safer don't need for a big box gym, it. right? You yeah. don't have to like clip the weights on and put the weights back, and so you just won't see a a true loose barbell in every gym. Though I think Crunch as a big box gym does have barbells. Oh, okay. I think just in case mm. anyone was wondering. Yeah, I was not a. Big fan, like it sucked. No, you know I what didn't, was cool? At my PT office, they have like a Smith machine, but it also oh, moves it runs completely the whole free. Way. Put yeah, me on that. that yep. was cool. That is very because cool. then your your you know your line yep. is wherever you want it so to it's, be. So it's got the safeties with it, but it can move <laughs> back and forward, up and down as well. So it still makes you work hmm. directly against gravity. Yeah, it was very interesting. It's, yeah. it's pretty high tech. Like yeah, you could so stand there and do curls with it, and it moves with you out, yeah, exactly. out and back as you're it's curling weird. that bar. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I don't so, yeah, but it. I ended up only working out once because I hated that machine, and I was like, F this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'll just walk 20,000 <laughs> steps a day. But I didn't plan on that. <laughs> so that was what I was saying. So the, those are the best kind. That's the very definition of neat, and we've covered that. Mm-hmm. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So while I assign a step goal, it, that's my artificial way of tracking your neat. So it's m- forcing you to move enough on any given day, even though it's not the truest definition of neat. But you, living your life, not planning for this exercise, not planning for the walk, that was your neat. And neat accounts for a lot of your calorie burn. You, your most is your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. We call that our, our coma uh, calories. calories. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the biggest chunk after that, it, which ranges anywhere from like 15 to 40% of your, your overall calorie burn is your neat, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. The more that kicks up, the more calories you're burning on any given day. So and walking what is happened, like the easiest way to do it. it. Is. Yeah, it like is. Not, get get so, an audio book on. Get a treadmill in the house. Watch TV while you do it. Kick your fucking steps up. Mm-hmm. 
I like I said, I didn't intend on it. And the first couple days, I was even trying to track at least just the protein intake I had because yeah. I was like, I was I was on vacation. I was in Vegas. Right. I was just gonna kind of let it loose, but I was gonna at least try to keep my protein up. So the first couple of days that I was there, I was uh, at least tracking every time I had protein. I would just track that so I knew where kind of roughly yeah. where my protein was. And then I started seeing that my what my step counts were for the first three days, and I was like, "F it, I'm just gonna go nuts." <laughs> like I knew, but so my question comes in is, you have me on a ten thousand, so as the standard. Yep. So what does the extra ten thousand? How many calories does that burn in a day? It roughly depends on, depends on the person. There is there is no like roughly. Oh, there but is I, no roughly. No, there's not like for for myself, I account for like every hour I'm gonna burn you know, somewhere between two and 300 calories for, for walking. And it takes me 90 minutes total to walk 10,000 steps. So anywhere between three and 500 calories, probably from, from just the I walking. I was going to say 400. So I feel yeah, like that's right. That's, nice. yeah. mm-hmm. And notice I'm, I'm giving a decent size range because yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. different. The heavier you are, the more calories. But that's it at least the ballpark that it's not like eight, 800 to a thousand. Like it's not that much, but it <laughs> felt like it was that. Cause I like ate then I was like, F it. I sent yeah. you guys the photo of my plate yeah. with all the freaking yeah. desserts on it. Like I ate, I was like, we did a buffet three times and I like, dude, we did the Bellagio buffet. Ooh, yo, let me just tell you. <laughs> I mean, I mainly eat proteins off of it, but just because I'm like, that's kind of like, I know I need it. And mm-hmm. now yeah, because yeah. I know I need it, I also really like it. That's, that's a and learned so I did behavior. A lot of, that's yeah. a great that learned really behavior. really created success for you while on vacation. <laughs> yeah. You still get to eat all the fun shit, but still prioritize the protein because your body and your overall health is important to you. And, and coming off of a vacation, you still want to be in a good spot. What happened? So, and by the end too, I was like, "All right, I'm over all this stuff." Like, we did In and Out Burger just because I've never done In and Out yeah. Burger. And after we ate it, I was like, <laughs> "I'm over." I'm making a face now, like me. Yeah, by that point too, it sounds like you were kind of done with the the shit food too. Which yeah, well, that's what also I'm saying. happens in that. relatively healthy individuals. Yes. That it's, was it's a big, okay. I was to. like, the last day or two, I was like, I'm just, I'm instead of breakfast, like go, like going for breakfast. I because I took a bunch of protein bars with me, and the first day or two, I ate because I was like, I'm gonna make sure my protein's up while I'm yeah. here. And then after that, I was like, screw that. This is 200 calories. I'm just gonna enjoy <laughs> that 200 calories somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I started doing. And then the last day or two, I'm like, I just want a protein bar. That's all I want today. So <laughs> yeah, like, I'm you almost like lots of water, water and protein bar. I did. So the one thing I did do the first day that I was there, I. I had the Uber driver pick me up, and I was like, hey, I'll throw you another freaking five, ten bucks. If, can we stop at a, at a little shop, and I'm going to get a case of water. So he pulled over, let me run in. I grabbed a case of water, and I took it back to my hotel room, nice. and I had a case of water for the week. Nice. So, Because otherwise, if I was going to buy, buy – they were like $6 oh, a bottle of water. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> but I was yeah. drinking Yikes. like three bottles of water a day yeah. about each day. How big were these bottles? They're 16-ounce bottles. Ew. But I'm saying at, in addition to what else throughout oh, okay, the day right. that I was doing, like Be- when we would go to eat, I would drink water okay, with my meals right. I'm and tracking. stuff. I'm saying just walking around an additional... Michael, you're making me feel like I don't drink enough water. You might not. You probably I don't. don't. Yeah. I, I, most tiny females, I put on at least 84 ounces for a given day. I definitely day. don't drink enough just water. Just a good starter. Yo, so even and when it, I think I drink a lot of water, I think about it, I'm like, I was only in like 50, 60 today. Yeah, I'll definitely try to fill like a gallon and try to drink that, and I don't think I've ever successfully drank you an entire You also don't need a gallon. Like there's it's so much water. If you're, it if you have, I'll tell you what. If you sure just filled a, a if you just filled a 64 <laughs> ounce, and you had that gone for the by the end of the day, and you still had what one or two of your diet sodas yeah. and whatever else comes your way, you're probably doing fine on fluids. If you're not dying of thirst by that point, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. So I drank 
I tried to keep the water intake up. I was drinking, like I said, when we, uh, water and stuff were there. I didn't really drink a lot of alcohol either because my buddy I went with doesn't really drink. Yeah. So the first couple days, I did nothing but pool because I'm a junkie, a pool junkie. Yeah. yeah. And I drank a lot at the pool hall. So the first two days or so, I, I, mm. I had quite a few beers. Um, but after that, I didn't really drink a whole lot either, which I was then all, that's also where I was like, I leaned into the eating food. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm not getting all these calories from alcohol. So like, right. I gotta tell you, let me go. I don't know that's, how anybody drinks alcohol calories when they could eat food. Food is so good. Food is so it good. is so good. But I also that's, like beer. I really do enjoy it. Well, I mean, I, I do too, but that's generally why I ch- I'll choose. Cause I don't like to have a big ass meal and then drink a shit ton of, of alcohol. Like it's just, I don't I feel just don't know No, I don't like to so much alcohol. Free, but after I've drank a bunch of alcohol, then I really want to eat. Dude, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but that is... That is a cruel well, thing. I think your, your body like, will drink still... drink all these calories, and then you're going to want to eat all the calories. Yeah. <laughs> just just as many your calories stomach will you empty drank. pretty quickly if you mostly just have alcohol in it, so it makes room for the food. So it's easy to be hungry and eat food. But if you eat food on the front end, which is slowing down everything going through, beer's just bubbling everything up, like you're just feeling like garbage. You guys ever play um, Power Hour? Oh, yeah. How nothing about Century makes, Club? Nothing makes you want to vomit more than just 15 minutes into Power Hour being like, I thought this was going to be easy. You ever play right? that, Victor? Yeah, I've done Power we did, we did. We've done Century Club a few times at your what house. What is a Century Club? Century Club, Club like is Power a Hour, shot of beer every minute for an hour, for 100 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I still, they had one of the, the rescue swimmers that we were doing yeah. with the last time. He made it through pee. the entire he Century didn't Club. Didn't pee once. This dog is staring at me. He's upside down. He's so cute. <laughs> Century. So that's that's almost 14 so how many beers in 100 how minutes. Many? It's uh, too many beers. And it, the problem beers. is that you're a shot pouring is an ounce it as a, a shot. So you're getting like a little bit of bubble every time you shoot this back. And I have seen so many people be playing Power Hour, and they just like erupt like a like a keg that blew. Oh God! You know, that and they just us, like though. vom, and then they just keep going. Instead, we successfully completed it, and there were like you know shirts were off, and we we're having physical competitions. And oh yeah, it got real stupid. It got real stupid. Boys, when you get them drunk, get real stupid. No, no. <laughs> um, not all boys. No rescue swimmers, boys for sure. Yeah. I was say maybe. Yeah. I I never the like wrestling thing. Like oh, I we didn't never... wrestle. They were like doing Shirts push up contests, oh. yeah, pull, pull up, up contests, contest. oh, I might get into that. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. especially because I can do pull ups now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not a lot, but I can do a few. That yeah. counts, For baby. Century Club, yeah. you don't want to mix it up with the wrestling, but like, you know, Power Hour shirt. Shirts are coming off, we're baby oiling up and <laughs> baby Greco Roman. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get any baby uh, oil. I feel like I got gypped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. It was literally just me and a bunch of drunk dudes, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That that doesn't sound." Just trying, trying yeah. to like herd cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Big large. Like Michael, cats. stop doing handstands in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a real thing. <laughs> it was. No, it was. Yeah, that's, real thing. that's me. I've actually said that. <laughs> I've said those words in real life. Uh, oh my gosh. So I really enjoy the food. The, like I said, the uh, B- Bellagio buffet was absolutely ridiculous. And we just kind of went with it. I thought for sure I was going to gain like a million pounds when I came back. Yeah, but that's I, not how it works. I definitely thought I was going to gain Emotionally, some Emotionally, you gained that. Scientifically, you know you can't put on that much weight over a week if you're being I think I did put on some it. weight, but like What did you weigh in at? You still came back so under 200 pounds. I did. I stayed under 200 the whole time. That is very impressive. It, so based it, purely on numbers, he didn't gain any weight. Well, no, he's feeling emotionally fat. I had hit. <laughs> I can feel that. I had hit one ninety seven point eight or something like that. Right. And now I'm at, I'm hovering right around one ninety nine. Today I was one ninety nine point four. I thought you were one ninety eight just a second ago. 
Yeah, but I also have been eating as you ate earlier. Christmas yeah, there's, cookies. There's right. Cookies. There's cookies right. everywhere. Again, this is, this is the Mountains holidays. of you, cookies. You hit Thanksgiving under 200 pounds. You're still under and 200 stayed pounds. And that was my right. goal. And so, this, so this is I'm still the, the whole point of, of yeah. any diet and exercise you know, plan is to get to the point where you can go through the holidays and not really overthink it. Yeah. Gain two to four pounds for the holidays. But you know exactly what to do when you get done with the holidays mm-hmm. as well. So that two to four pounds when you're where you want to be, not a big deal. If you're still trying to sprint your way down to a happy place, then those two to four pounds suck ass and they can be a little more emotionally draining on suck you. ass yeah i'm just still, ass sucking ass i still sucking. would like to get to the 180 not would like to it's, i'm still You're going gonna. to get yeah i was yeah, gonna say yeah. i want to have to change my mentality yeah. i'm still going to get down to the 185 so that's part of the thing too where i'm like oh well i just delayed what, what it a little your, bit um, but i'm I, what are your I, christmas I, plans i'm just wondering where you're going and how much food there's gonna be oh <laughs> here and i'm cooking oh good. so actually well a little so i'm going on vacation again this sounds like a what a hard life it is. So, hard. Yeah. so this is our off season. As this is as you guys season. listening oh, okay. to us, I didn't know that. All this right. is as musicians. This is kind of our off season. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody we, pays for music during the, the holidays, huh? They can, but then it's just only private party. Christmas carols. Yeah, it's like I literally <laughs> had somebody call and ask me if Did I they? could do a whole night of just a Christmas songs. No, that was a hard no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I like, maybe I could get you an hour. You're of like, Christmas I could songs. throw a Christmas that's song still, in that's still a lot. here and there. A lot of Christmas songs, yeah. So, but this time of year we don't do. I don't. We don't play a whole lot like during the summertime, which our typical season runs about March through October. Essentially, is our season. And I'm playing, as you guys know, like five days, six days a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, there's like six, seven gigs a week that I do. This time of year, maybe two, three a week I'm playing. Okay. Part of that's by choice. Part of that is I'm so burnt from doing five, six days a week playing. Because five, six day, days a week playing sounds like it's like, oh, that's, you know, normal people work five days a week, blah, 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 and they have their jobs, whoa, and you whoa, don't do whoa. that. That's not the kind of judgment you get from this room. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't want to do your job five or six Hell days a week. No. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a, that, so I've heard this conversation be like, oh, it must be tough working five days a week. I'm like, what I do five days a week is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like, I also travel, I drive. You gotta a lug ton. all your shit and drive there and in. unlug like, it. Yeah. It's a very. Un- I don't like working five days a week right <laughs> now. This is brutal. It sounds. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Everybody thinks that, though, but being a musician is like this glamorous, oh, it must be easy. You just get to play songs and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but there's there's a whole lot of unglamorous This makes me to want it. to dress Victor in that yeah. red suit jacket that's staring right at me and dress him like sexy Santa and make oh. him come play uh, yeah, yeah. at the bar. Right? You're asking just for house. that stupid sexy thing. Private party for everybody. That. Yeah. like I, Oh, you guys are doing a Christmas we thing We are. On yeah, Friday, exactly. Right? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Which I just got canceled for Friday. So did you? Perfect. I did actually just okay, get canceled. Okay, I'll talk Friday. to Aaron. Maybe I won't make chat. you sing Christmas carols the whole time. Um, I, You're I, welcome. Whole, good. I won't be able to anyway. So <laughs> He's like, I only know five. <laughs> yeah, I want a Christmas Literally, carol mashup with like modern music to it. So five. Um, I'll just play some chords and Mike, you can come sing some Christmas songs, whatever you want to play. Michael. All right. Yay. So, uh, I, I'm so distracted Sorry. by Christmas stuff. So, but, but this is our off season. And so because it's, I'm not playing that often, this is the time that we can sneak in go, getting away for a little bit. Yeah. And so we also uh, typically go to or take the kids to Orlando because a few years back we bought a timeshare specifically because we never took vacations yeah. until we had kids. It was that's when we started taking vacations. So we go try to go every year and create some memories with. <laughs> you guys are so distracting with my I'm dog. I'm listening it's to so you. Distracting. Oh yeah, it's not the so dog that's distracting. It's 
I mean, <laughs> you're the one rubbing his belly. So we uh, are going down to Orlando the week before Christmas is the first time we've done this. Okay. So we're taking him down and we're going to do Epcot a couple days before Christmas. Epcot. Okay. Epcot. That sounds like some sort of fancy space center. It well, sort of fish. There's okay. a space there ball. There is a space. Uh, there's a space ball. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we, we decided to do Epcot because. Uh, we were also we did a little research, and that's where the Frozen characters are, like Elsa and Olaf and all of them. Okay, yeah, never watched that. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine you would have right. watched it, but my children have watched it numerous times, and they are obsessed with them. And so we're going to do that. Um, and we have family in Jacksonville, so we're going to turn in this whole trip. We're going down. We're going to go down a day early and stay in Jacksonville. Because literally Jacksonville is about halfway to Orlando from Savannah. Yeah. So we're going to go down to What is it, like two and a half hours from here? About, to yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. And then about another two, two and a half to She knows uh, what half means. That's very Orlando. convenient. Maybe so I could <laughs> get family in Jacksonville. Maybe. <laughs> that would be ideal. Yeah. That would be nice. That yeah. would be nice. So we're going to stay on, the w- on, on both ends of the trip. We're only going to Orlando for like four days, I think. Okay. Um, and in those... But then we're going to stay a day early in Jacksonville and a day later. But the day later, it leads into Christmas Eve. So we're going to spend Christmas Eve with my family. And then Christmas Eve night, we're driving back to Savannah. And then I'm going to cook all day Saturday morning for Christmas. And we're going to have people over for Christmas. How adorable. And we're going to do the kids' Christmassy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Chrissy, what are your plans for Christmas? Um, We're going to the ATL. Okay. To see the fam bam. Yep, yep, I got yep. a little old grandma. She's the coolest little old grandma, but she like 90 something. Oh, God. So we're trying to spend some time with her, you yeah, know, yeah, I get before that. she abandons us. This dog is so cute. I cannot. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm probably going to eat a bunch of food because that's what we do that as brown do. people. So, what, this, this, what, what menu items vary okay, from so you guys from we, Thanksgiving to Christmas? We are very Cuban. My dad is Cuban. So, for Thanksgiving, we did turkey and ham and lamb. Oh, I love lamb. I know. My, my dad was like, dude. My dad's like, he spoils me. I'm lamb. definitely his favorite child. If my brother's listening, uh. I'm the favorite child. Um, <laughs> and so he was like, well, what did should I make you? And I was like, make lamb. So I got lamb. Do you think your brothers didn't know that you were the favorite? They like to pretend that they don't know. So like, know. we all know. We all know. We yeah, all know. Um, and so for Christmas, my dad does a whole pig. So he roasts like a, you know, we used to do the Like cottage. buys a whole pig or he has like a pig set up in pig his roast. yard. Like he, he roasts it himself and yes, has. Yes, Dad does yes. pig. <laughs> have you ever it's had fresh roast? Yeah. Obviously, she has. It's have you so ever good. had fresh roasted pig? It's Yo, so good. We, we used to do when my grandfather was alive. My uncles would h- catch the pig. They would like hunt the pig, and they would like gut it and do all the stuff. And they would cajachina, bury the box and whatever. As Where do you go pig hunting? I, bro, I have pig literally no fucking all idea. All over the place around here. <laughs> not, really? Yeah. Not involved in I the pig hunting process. I I mean, do I have to like wrestle it myself? Do I have to like wrestle it myself? Yeah. So my dad, as he's gotten I mean, older, maybe. has created a contraption got, got bows, that like guns. he cooks the pig on, so he doesn't have to like bury a box in the ground. Oh yeah. Um, yeah okay. But it's super dope. The food is great. We do pretty Cuban Christmas, so we have congri, rice and beans. We have platanos. Um, my dad, ma- my mom makes make the platanos refried. Yeah. We fry them. Oh. My dad, like, I think he literally got a wok for this now, and he fries the plantains in a wok. Oh. Which is genius. <laughs> yeah. Fried plantains is yeah. like one of the best. Yeah, fried plantains freaking, are real good. Yeah. Um, and my mom makes yuca, which is <gasps> the best. Her yuca is bomb. Her yuca is so good. I'll have to bring you some. Maybe I'll just bring you a plate. Have you eaten at the Cuban place here in Savannah, the, the Rancho Allegro? Yes. Yeah. That place is really that good. That place too. is really good. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, so we will probably do that, and then uh, there will probably be Cuban sandwiches the next day, which is really what I live for. The next day? The next day, Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> next day leftovers are very underrated. Truly, man. Yeah. I don't really. know that they are. Everybody talks about them. <laughs> like, true. Yeah, but nobody, <laughs> nobody goes into it and be like, screw today. I can't wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. I yeah. hear yeah. that all the fucking time. Yeah. Really? Yes. I like next day leftovers. Apparently, I'm talking to protein people too much. Also, yeah, right? we, we usually drive home on... <laughs> Christmas Day, we celebrate Noche Buena, so we celebrate the night before on Christmas Eve, and then we usually drive home on Christmas Day. So Dad like packs us Cuban sandwiches like to go to eat on the. Oh, ride. that's a cool memory. Yeah, like yeah. that's fun. So yeah. that makes it nice. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So we're gonna do that and eat a bunch. Cool. And we'll probably be there. I think we might head down on the twentieth, so we'll have a few days. Nice. Yeah. Very cool, Mike. What is typically on your menu for Christmas? Well, devil no, dogs. Nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I haven't gone home for a while, really, for Christmas. I don't think. What are you doing for Christmas this year? You know, just hanging out. <laughs> no, <laughs> come some over. video games and an edible. I don't know. <laughs> right, minus the edible part. Come over. We're gonna make food. You're more than welcome to come join us for yeah, Christmas Day. And you're a great eater, yeah. so I feel I'm like you'd be eater. great for that. I would have. To, I have to tell my mom to double the food now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Triple it. Just we're gonna saying. need to double that. <laughs> no, we're gonna do. Uh, we were gonna do two proteins. I can't remember what they were gonna do. Uh, ham definitely, uh, and we have oh we have the tamales. We're gonna make tamales. Oh tamales! We made tamales yesterday. That is a big. That's our big family tradition mm-hmm. for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Mexicans get together and love that make idea. tamales. So I don't know if you, you didn't know what they were. So let me explain it to you yeah. and anybody listening. You never had a tamale. I mean, I'm, I may have, but I don't Ugh. know it well enough to know what it is. What exactly. it is yeah. so, so good. <laughs> basically, it's a, a corn dough that you make and you put it onto a. This is how. The, so tamales are made way different ways by way different people in the different cultures in different yeah. cultures and even within the same culture mm-hmm. there's variances but the way that we make them and how we've traditionally made them is corn husks um called ojas mm-hmm. but, you know, we get leaves yeah directly so translate corn leaves yet. yeah corn leaves yeah we get those and then we make this corn dough masa, out of masa. it's mm-hmm. called masa out of maseca which is a corn flour and you make this corn dough and which has the corn flour, lard, uh, good broth. shit, shit that tastes good. Yeah, has a yeah. lot of deliciousness okay. in it. Yeah, and you make this dough, flatten it on the corn husk, and then you take uh, some sort of mixture of uh, uh, that you put inside. We do uh, pork that I slow roasted pork that mm. I we make mole, um, and so we smother the pork. Mole. It's mole, like a brown mole, sauce. Mole, mole, mole. It's like a chocolate brown sauce. All right. I feel weird every time I say chocolate because people would think, oh, chocolate, but it's it's a It does kind of look like chocolate. It does. Right. It looks like it consistency wise, it, it kind of looks like, but it like chocolate. Yeah, it's like a it's there's a, a bunch meat. of spices. It's, it's a meat savory type thing. Yeah. Right. Um but it uh, so we make that the mole sauce and smother the meat and then that goes the pork, the shredded pork and mole goes into the middle. You fold it up in to a nice little package, and then you steam them to cook them. Fascinating. They take forever to cook. They take like an hour to cook. I've never made. And it. you're it making those? Time. Yeah, um, yeah. We have. Okay. I, I, we made. So we we built them all, if you will, and now they just have to be cooked. Ah. But um, we get together. My brother came over. Mm-hmm. We talk a, a ton about on this podcast. Um, he came over and made with. A, my mom was here. Uh, one of my buddies came over. My daughter loves making tomatoes. Really? And this was yesterday. 
So we also make them make some while we're cooking. We, the first batch that we made, we cook them, and mm-hmm. then we continue making tamales. That sounds right, because you have to eat. Yeah, you have to taste Oh, them. yeah, you got to fuel the, the cooking. They got to fuel the cooking. But my daughter ate a whole tamale for the first time. Like, she would always like take a bite and make, eh, I don't like it. This time she was like, can I try one? We were like, yeah. I like to put. She's so grown up. This is she the Honduran is. So side of crazy. me. I put sour cream on, like, everything. Sour cream and, and sour salsa. Sour cream and tamales is like. I sour cream and salsa on the tamales. So good. So have you ever had a tamale, though? My favorite way to do it is, like, now that they're cooked mm-hmm. is, like, I have some that we cooked yesterday, but they're cold. Mm-hmm. You throw a little butter in a skillet. And mm. you brown each mm. side of it, mm. and then there's a little crunch to them I as love well. That oh, idea hello. too. Yo, have you air fried one? You. What happens if you air fry one? Can you do that and get back to me? <laughs> Report back. I I don't know if the corn husk will make it through. Oh, <laughs> what if you take it out Come of the husk and, and fry it that way? Unhusk it. That well, it's already cooked. You would reheat it. Oh, in the air it's fryer. a reheated air fried. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that would. I mean, you're just baking it. That's all. So but it would get the term air the frying bothers me. Let, I'm going to go off on a little small tangent yeah, here about please, the term air means. frying. <coughs> so air frying over? is absolutely, I have no idea why you're getting something That's on your hand. That's called old dog itis. Yeah. My old dog does that to your oh, hands. God. Um, yeah. Oh, God. This dog is so distracting today. So, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I have a terrible, I hate the term air frying. And because you're not frying anything. Frying involves oil. That's true. Air Don't frying, you spray like a light layer of can, oil on You can, but basically what an air fryer is, is a convection oven. Okay. That's all an air fryer is. It's a mm. convection oven. Okay. But when you called them convection ovens, nobody bought them. Mm. Right. So they were like, how can we sell these convection ovens? Because it's actually the better oven technology. Mm-hmm. They're better, but nobody would ever buy a convection oven. Nobody would ever do this. So how can we sell these? It's better technology. And people were like, what if we call them air fryers? Yay. And then people started buying them as air fryers. <laughs> but all they are is basically... Okay, I have a follow-up convection oven question then. A heater with a fan. That's a convection oven. Okay, so, so, so they're always, the are they always so blowy? <laughs> convection That's where the ovens. Part comes in, yeah. Well, I was just wondering because, like, so I have an air fryer and it has different settings. Yes. So it has like a bake setting. So I thought the bake setting would be more like a normal oven, but it's also still very blowy. Oh. So, so the blowy is what a convection oven is. A convection okay. oven is a fan with a blower essentially. It's just kind of annoying because it blows your shit around sometimes. Yes. So you have a real big blowy problems, the, huh? But the air <sighs> moving around is the idea of why it cooks better. So yeah. in a standard oven, the heat just generates from the bottom, and it's not as hot on top, or it's not as hot like True. there's hot spots. This gets rid of hot spots, so it cooks evenly. It moves the heat around, and it's yeah. So anyone moving, who's so, wondering yeah. if you're doing stained glass art crafts, don't put them in an air uh, fryer. Oh, I learned that the hard way. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna want to use a regular oven for that. Yeah. All right. It's gonna blow all your little glass bits everywhere. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. How about how about it was okay. Out? We as soon as it happened, we we're like, this isn't working, and we were <laughs> able to take it out and like fix it. Is your it. standard oven a, a convection oven? No. Oh, we were playing. We were okay. Look, oven? we were playing arts and crafts in the living room, and we thought it would be easier to bring the oven to the craft and the craft to the oven, and then it wasn't. Yeah. It would have been <laughs> if the oven was not an air fryer. Apparently. <laughs> or an air cooker, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like my air fryer because it has a little basket that rotates too. So oh, like you can that. put stuff in the basket, yep. and then it'll rotate, and it's getting the air from all sides, and it really does cook super it well. It does, and that's the whole idea, is it cooks faster because it's more even. Yeah. They're awesome. Victor just, just doesn't like false advertising. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Convection ovens, we got people you. Were, like, 
I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people. My family who might be listening to this podcast was one of the people was or some of the people that I've talked to about this, and they laugh at me because I get so fired up about this <laughs> air fryer because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna fry up some blah blah,", blah. and I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Well, it's I mean, we were making them in the air fryer, so they're not as bad." I was like, "They're not fried. Yeah, it's not fried. You're baking some things. Well, look, no, it's in the air fryer. Spritzing it's some cri- oil on there. It's still crispy. Okay, because we're I'm like I, that's because they're crispy doesn't mean it's fried. That's not how this works. But if you spritz the oil, <laughs> you spritz you are now frying. <laughs> Light fry. <laughs> You're still baking it. <laughs> just baking it. It's a bake fry. Yeah. It's a buy. But yeah, I agree. They, they, they are awesome. I That's not saying taking anything away from them. It's just, you know. Yeah, the they phrasing, make like full probably. size ovens now, that air fry, right? I like, saw they those, always yeah. had them. They're called convection, convection ovens. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh realize. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that. Before I realized that, I thought that that was well, like you some didn't start with technology. Convection ovens are standard sized ovens. That's how they started, guys. Convection, but nobody would buy them. I think they were more expensive, and they just and the idea of convection oven. You hear that, you're like, I don't need a convection. What's convection? Can you can you have some? I wonder if they make some that you can like normal without the airflow. You know. You mean normal, the standard oven? Normal bake, yeah. I'm just gonna drill holes in mine and then attach a shop vac. Okay. (laughs) That sounds safe. It's gonna work so well. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've got an errand. We'll figure this out. I've got an errand. <laughs> I bet you he could figure that out. Of course he Absolutely. could. Absolutely. He's going to be like, oh, actually, if we get these battery-powered fans that we put here, and they have to be at this angle so that it moves just at the right angle, yeah, he would do that. Yeah. He could figure I mean, that's that out. A, you just got to plant seeds for Aaron. Like, I, I knew I wanted to do the, the golf simulator bay. Is he I didn't know how to build that, so I'm like, Aaron, what about this space? And then we all just started rolling through it and eventually yeah. settled on a big carport tent. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> is he one of those people that if you tell him he can't do it he will do it oh, yeah sure. but he's also one of those people that like Mike's right if you like plant a seed into his head about how to do something okay. three days later he's going to come back and be like so I've been thinking about this for three and days especially and if I it's think a you good do, seed that he's yeah, excited about I like, think you should do whatever what I've got I didn't even know but all of a sudden this golf thing showed over her house yeah. I was like what did you buy that? what is happening <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so the golf simulator you're putting up at your house yeah so that cement pad on the side of my house, which will ultimately be a spa corner, it's not there yet. <laughs> we we ended up um, settling on it's like a, a thirteen by ten by twenty, um, almost like port. a pop up tent, but it's more durable. It's a car port that you can put up. It's a car tent. Kind of, it's yeah. A tent for your car. But but durable and it will actually stand up and hold steps. So then at that point we'll build the hitting set, the tee off section with a couple of different layers of like turf. There's, I already have the, because we did this on the side of my house last night, and we put the projector on the, the back wall, and so we have the space to, hit, space to hit off of, and then the launch simulator goes behind you, so we have all the length and width and whatever we need for it, and so you just hit. you're going to be smacking balls into your house? No, it's no, in this net. completely enclosed tent. <laughs> Carport. Because so it has all the way down the sides, all the way down the back, so we'll hang like a, a weighted sheet or blanket for the projector in the back. That'll also absorb golf balls. It's completely enclosed, so it's just like when you go and pay at a golf simulator bay, but this is enclosed, and it's at the house. And we found the best launch simulator, like the best budget launch simulator that still gives you all the stats, like 42,000 different golf courses. We literally played the Savannah Country Club last night on this golf simulator. I was like, we know this course. You know, it didn't do very well. It was cute, yeah. Yeah, you think for the course that they play the most, they would have done better. You but think so, yeah. But hitting it. off the backyard without a good little mat to hit off of. So we got, that's the one Michael thing we Michael was digging a hold of China in his backyard. Oh, no doubt man. about it. He was taking chunks Just of that poor third it. out. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my problem with golf. I I just can't get in the. I'm, it's because I'm terrible at it. It's right. Such so a I thought that while I have a simulator, sport. you literally come by, you take swings, and this one you can actually self-correct and teach yourself because it gives you the angle that your club hits the ball, and it shows you which direction you're going. Like, you know oh, what shit, that takes I'm, I'm though? It, in order it. to do that, the same patience it took you to become really good at pool. Damn. The time. <laughs> yeah, but the the time commitment for that is I've I've improved playing one day a week with Aaron out on the golf course trying to figure shit out. Like, if you have a simulator at the house where you hit for 30 minutes to an hour a day, like, you'll be pretty damn good. And you take one or two times a week, you come over and start swinging. You may end up you like, you may end up you don't. But at least you would know at that point. And you'd have fun doing it because you get handed a you beer know, and then you golf. So and you don't have to walk around or nothing. Correct. I guess the kind of also to kind of bring back the fitness here a little bit is I think my biggest problem with golf too was I, as I got heavier, I had lost range of motion mm-hmm. and right. my back was always bothering yep. me. And so playing like, cause when I was younger, we used to go, we uh, play the municipal course back yeah, yeah. in my hometown and stuff. And we would go drive, my buddy and I would go hit, hit ball, uh, a bucket of balls and stuff like that. Like, so it was something that I had done but then as I had gotten older, I just kind of stopped. A part of it, I think, was I had started losing range of motion. Oh, for sure. And it would hurt my back after a while. Yeah. And I couldn't swing. And then I was just frustrated and this and that. So now that I've gotten some of the range of motion, most a lot of range of motion oh, back. Yeah. You know what I realized the other day how much I got range of motion I got? I was driving with my son, and he sits in the seat directly behind me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he needed something and I just bent around behind my seat yeah. and reached him with my arm and just like unbuckled his buckle or something. He was bugging because he was getting out of the car and I got back around and I went, Oh my gosh, what did I just do? <laughs> like I just, how convenient, did, right? Yeah, That's a golf swing it. right There's there. No way that I could have done that before that. I was able to take my left arm and bring it around the chair and reach him. He's the dog's gonna fall on his face. He's no, literally like so asleep and comfortable. He's like sliding down Mike's legs. He's I, gonna I, I eat rotated shit my legs so he has a pillow down the, on the way down. <laughs> on the way down, yeah. he's gonna slide but right what, into your what foot. What I found for for me specifically and my my little brother even too because he's been lifting for a long time and and we're both fairly athletic. So he kind of broke this down for me where if you have good body control and good strength and th- you don't have to rely on. You see a lot of golfers are, are real skinny and have really good flexibility and range of motion. Those guys will do a full swing, come back, and, and swing through. If I try and rotate back that far, I can kind of get it, but everything's tightened up, and then my swing's off. So I only go back to about a three-quarter swing, and that's when I'm hitting the most consistently. So you don't worry about getting around for that entirely full rotational because you'll find like your explosive power is there more than it has been. Previously, and you have a better range of motion too, so that all kind of plays together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, before it would have probably been probably like a half swing, not even three quarter yeah. swing, because I was just so tight. Mm. I mean, my back's not perfectly tight or perfectly loose, but definitely a big difference. Yeah. Just, I mean, just the overall in general. I was having a, a conversation. I, I stopped at Bogey's last night to shoot some pool, and. I sat next to George, mm-hmm. um, and he we were, he was talking about losing weight or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I just recently lost almost fifty pounds, and then we got into that conversation that always happens. <laughs> so, but and Matt was there, mm. uh, a buddy of ours. Matt was also there, and the three of us started talking about like fitness and getting in yeah. shape and stuff like that. And he was just blown away at the idea that I lost that much weight and uh, all of that. So we were talking about um, I was saying about how much better he's like, it must just feel better. And I was like, yeah, even going back to this trip yep. to Vegas, I couldn't imagine have done 
20,000 steps. Yeah, no fucking kidding, dude. Prior to this. To the point, too, that like I, by the end, it was like a game. Like by the last couple of days, I was like, yo, I'm almost a 20. I bet I can get 25 today. I bet I can do it. I bet I can. Let's go. And like my buddy would go to the bathroom and I would just start pacing back and forth just to catch more steps while he's in the bathroom or yeah. something. So like it, it, it definitely changed how I view it, how I feel about it. Yeah. And I noticed it even more on this trip, like I said, because he walked a ton and he hasn't been doing the yeah. same thing that I've been doing. And in the first two days, he was miserable. Um, like his feet were killing him. He had, like he was just like, he's like, I just hurt so bad. And I was like, I feel pretty good. I'm going to go gamble <laughs> on the floor. I'm going to. That's, so, that's quality of life right there. You know what, what I'm just thinking about yeah. with you dropping that much weight off? When you either get to 60 or I have a backpack that's weighted at 50 pounds, but I have a vest that's weighted at 60. So I'd be curious to see how Yeah, you make feel. him walk around that thing. Is the final. So if I get to 185, was the, the goal. Yeah. If I get down to 185, that's 60 when? pounds. When? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I get. So yeah, I'll, that'd I'll be, be fun I to keep put him in that really really funny, I was thinking, I'm, I'm miserable yeah. when I put that thing on for more than 30, 45 minutes. Like I'll go for a walk with a weighted vest kind of thing on. That 60-pound vest would kick your ass. You were living with that weight on you for that amount of time. So it's it's. I like doing that kind of like an acute quote unquote study with yourself because you're like, fuck. Yeah, like, this no sucks. wonder I feel better. Yeah. This is what you I should was walk 20,000 steps in that 60 pound vest. That'll end your life. <laughs> so I semi do that now with less. So we talked about how I'm literally losing the weight of my children. Yeah. So like my son is 30 pounds. Well, I carry him around all the time. And yeah. I think about that. Like I'll set him up on my shoulders and I'm walking around and I'm like, this is what I started with. Like, cause I used to put them on my shoulders when I weighed more and we'd walk around and my neck would be killing me, oh, my yeah. shoulders would be killing me. And now I put them up and I'm like, this doesn't hurt nearly as bad because <laughs> now I'm literally at this place I was just walking around right. on a normal basis. So I did do, I've done a little bit, but 60 pounds feels, it just feels gross yeah. at this point. It just it's feels just gross. So it, it's, I can't, I cannot stress enough if you're listening to this for the first time, this is the first episode that you're catching. I cannot stress enough the difference I feel having lost like all of this weight. Like I cannot stress enough how much better it feels, even though I didn't think I felt bad then. Right. I right. didn't feel like I felt bad. I was, uh, I talked about it last week with Becky when she, uh, on the, epi- the last episode with Becky is I, I, I wasn't like upset You're with how I felt. You're comfortable with what is your I normal, was completely, co- and you know? I was, and I was comfortable with myself. I wasn't like, oh, I'm True. so fat, I'm blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, you guys met me prior to that. I was yeah. a pretty confident yeah. dude just yeah. in general. Yeah. And so I didn't, it didn't really phase me. And now I'm like, how did I live like that? <laughs> like, it was so different. I just can do so yeah. many more things that I couldn't do before. This, this is the stuff that bothers me so much about the, the health at every size movements and, and, yeah, you know, really pushing that you can be super healthy and be overweight. And, you know, some people can. Like, your blood markers can be just fine. But there's a tremendous amount of just studies in general that show your, your all-cause, you know, your issues and inflammation and, and whatever decrease when you have less body mass. To, to, and having that much extra body fat, the body fat doesn't do anything for you minus survival and hormone regulation, yeah. whatever. So having a tremendous amount of extra of it it's not really doing anything for your body. So when you feel that much better by just losing weight, but in the appropriate way where you're yeah. giving your body everything it needs, you're moving more, et cetera, et cetera. It's not about having a six pack, which the, the entire film industry is, right. is pushing. <coughs> That's not what I'm trying to say when I'm going 
anywhere against the, the health at every size movement because I, I truly believe that it is a dangerous damn mindset. We should not be fat shaming. People have their own damn journey and they most people don't have all that information yet. So it's not about fat shaming. And it's not even about telling somebody that, you know what, you should probably lose some weight. People need to come to that conclusion on their own, but they need to not be sold an, an, an idiotic you know, ideal. Well, where- it's the same thing. To me, I would equate that to the same thing to like smoking. Like, Smoking, if you want to smoke, knock yourself out. Like, right. go for it. Right. It's not healthy for you. You know that it's not healthy. And right. I shouldn't be able to be here and be like, health whether you smoke or not. You know, that's <laughs> essentially the same thing. Right. That's yeah. literally the exact same thing. But that's not how it works. Like, you make that choice, that's fine. <clears throat> same thing. Like, if I didn't want to lose weight, that's cool. Like, stay 100%. there. If you don't want to lose weight and you're happy there, which knock yourself out. Which is why I never pushed you. I let you ask your questions. We had conversations for, what, a couple of years before yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. And that also, you want to get... We double back to just everything that's wrong with this world for a brief second. That kind of falls into the category of don't be an asshole and let people live their life. You don't have to understand why people are doing what they're doing, but you can just not judge them for it. How hard is that? How hard is it to just not be an asshole? It's got to be hard because there's lots of people who yeah. can't so be assholes. assholes. <laughs> it's got to be hard. I don't understand. Yeah, which I mean, I struggle with it, it, it sometimes too. Let's be honest. Yeah. Be all, you know. <laughs> so we all have our moments. Let's yeah, just, I guess so. Say. But. Yeah, I, I just can't. I, I I really cannot stress enough the difference that it's made, of and even things that like I don't even like. My brain hasn't clicked that I've lost this weight. It hasn't even been a year <laughs> yet. I mean, it hasn't been a week because I'm losing more weight every week. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm not even at that weight for like that long. So like, we I, I realized that even yesterday, the, all of these stupid little things. But you know, we talk about them because we have a podcast. My mom was in a chair and up, and it was there's a small gap and I was like oh I'm not gonna wait I will fit through here all right <laughs> I can get through behind the, between the wall and her like this is awesome um, yeah because of one section we have a baker's rack and mm-hmm. if you sit if anybody sits in that chair it's like really hard to get past and I was so I uh, didn't think I would make it I was gonna walk around and I was like wait a minute and I slid right through <laughs> like Isn't that nice yeah just yeah. weird stuff. And looking better in clothes, I didn't yeah. think that would matter. But it to me, like I didn't think I would be superficial about it. And not that I'm superficial, but I catch myself looking at myself in the mirror a little bit more because now. You're, you're looking at health. Like you, you didn't. That's not what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm what it at is. The fact that I'm a little, uh, I feel like I just. I didn't, like, pe- people don't realize that that that. It's Moving like you do, looking like you do, feeling better as you are, like those are all pictures of, of health. Like, sure, there is a, a slight superficial element that kicks in, but it's more of a of a pride thing at that point of of having em- well, embraced I that certainly and gotten think that, where you've it, you know, It's nice to be able to squeeze past your mom. It's nice to be able to turn around and greet your kid. All these things are nice. And you know what else is nice? Like feeling good about your body and yes. the way that it looks and you're, you're feeling better, confident better, and who's looking better. back at you in the mirror, you know? That's another, it's a more of a mental thing in that situation, but still a positive mental change that I think For still sure. counts. And I think yeah, there's a balance between vanity and you just literally being proud of yourself. <laughs> right. Like that's, those are two very different things. Yeah. I, th- I feel like there's, we've talked about this numerous times. I've, I've made the analogy about if I bought a brand new car and, or I bought an old car and I worked on it and put pictures of that up, people would yeah. be proud. But if I get myself in the shape and I'm ripped and I put pictures of me 
half naked about it because I'm ripped, the people are like, oh, he's so vain, what a jerk. Right. And, and that's, that that's people who are, who are being insecure with themselves. But also that, that car but analogy is phenomenal because you take care of, of, of an old car, it's going to last significantly longer. It's the exact same fucking thing with your body. Yeah. And so that, but that, and yeah, in terms of like, I'm even talking about like the physical yeah, side you're of saying it. No, I know yeah. what you're saying. You put in a lot of hard work tangent. and you can put in yeah. a lot of hard work in a lot of ways and people be like, wow, man, nice work. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you're flexing about yourself, a lot of times that gets met with people who are generally, it's usually a them issue just, and not a not happy issue. Yeah. But also yeah. I feel like there's a fine line there too because mm-hmm. there are like, you can get carried away. Like, oh, for sure. You could easily like... Just like someone who just had a baby gets carried away posting pictures of their baby. Oh, You God, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's just like that. If I have to see a picture of you every five minutes because you're just flexing all the time, like that's too much. Yeah, right? Yeah, right, yeah, Ch- yeah. Chill out. We Which get it. it. You're in it's, shape. It's a, <laughs> yeah. That's also kind of again. You talk about the fitness industry all the time. That's that's a sad flaw with the fitness industry too. If if I'm not lean and you can't see pictures of me, then I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's as simple as it's as simple as that. Like that's that's the view people have. Yeah. yeah. You could be 300 damn pounds and have devoted your life to fitness and health and have all the knowledge on board in the world can train people like crazy, but people can look at you and be like, "Man, eh, you don't know what you're talking about." Either that or eh, you don't have the discipline to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean that. I yeah yeah. I have to completely agree. It with would you. be weird to like seek out a fitness coach who was himself not fit. Right. That would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And yeah, again, that that, that is one extreme facet of it. But again, you know, some of the people with the best bodies out there have no clue how to fucking coach people. Oh <laughs> yeah, I believe that. But but I, that's I mean, there's what it a takes lot of sell your business. There's a lot of people though too who, in general, things not just in fitness that like are really good at doing, not at teaching. Teaching Correct. is a very Specific skill it in all it take, There's own, a so. large psych- psychological component to being yeah. a good coach and being a good teacher. Yeah. So with that, uh, it's been another awesome episode. Again, if this is the first episode that you're watching, we're talking about all this stuff and how where we've been in success. But it starts with you just starting and getting there. That this go back, listen to the first couple episodes. I was not as confident about it, the success that I have that so I've true. had. So yeah, true. it's come a long way. It's been a big difference, and it—you just got to start, make the good choices, increase your proteins, you know, do all the things. Walk. It, it's literally a handful of little things that we pound into your brain balls over the last, you know. 50 I like to episodes. think I have brain vaginas, but that's fine. That's a good point. You Thank do. You. Well, yeah. or just one. One vagina. Brain right. vagina. One brain vagina. Brain ovaries. Yeah. All right. Oh, broveries. Broveries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put you each on the spot here. Give me one thing. That you, somebody starting out, it's the top thing, one, and you can only give me one. That would be your recommendation, one thing to change, the first thing to change. What would yours be? One Jeez. thing to change. Start lifting weights. Start lifting weights. I mean, Mine is don't change anything and write down everything you eat and figure out how much you actually expend right now. That so that good. Then can I, can you I change can, my answer? Can I change my <laughs> Yeah. So then Yo, you can make the change. With our one things combined. <laughs> with, uh, Yo, that is a good one. Yeah, that would be my thing. My thing, yeah, would be just, it probably would be the nutrition. Just you can't pay. do that. Well, no, I was going to say not what she wrote. It was the, I wouldn't, that's a better one. Hers is a better version. I would have said just start tracking what you're eating. Just pay attention to what's going yeah. in your mouth. That's the exact same thing she said. No. It basically is. Yeah, that's see? fine, Victor. Two, two-thirds of the people here agree. Now, you come up with your own thing. Victor so saying, he said, said everyone should walk backwards. <laughs> walk okay, backwards. signing out. <laughs> <laughs> that one actually is a good one. Huh? Love you, pod people. Thank you very much for listening to another episode. We'll catch you next week. Uh, we might be a little sporadic. It's going to be Christmas, so there may not be an episode next week. 
keep, you know. But there might. Victor's going to do one hour of Christmas carols next week. Yes. Oh, Nothing yeah. but Christmas. Stay tuned. Mike, you have to do it all in different voices, too. <gasps> all do Christmas that. carols. That would be good, Mike. <laughs> Bye, Pop people. Up. Love you guys. Bye. Cookies?